What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wright. Guys, this week we're going to talk about identity. We're going to talk about circumstances. We're going to talk about views, beliefs, attitudes. We're going to talk about all that stuff. There's a common theme amongst us all, and it's how do we struggle? How do we face? How do we own our identity? It's easy to get caught up in our circumstances. It's easy to feel like you're a victim of what's happening around you and what's happening to you. It's easy to play that card, right? What's hard is standing up in the midst of it, right? What's hard is choosing to believe differently, choosing to think that We have control over how we respond. And while I believe we all have the ability to overcome that, to be an overcomer, not all of us want to own that. Okay? So, you know, we can give some examples here. Um, I remember I had a situation a while back and, um, you know, I, I felt like maybe, maybe I just wasn't ever supposed to catch a break. You know, I had literally just flunked out of college. And I thought, damn, this is not how it was supposed to go. You know, in that moment, I was so upset. I was 19 years old. And I felt like all I could do was be angry at the school. Angry at the teachers. Angry at the fact that you know, somebody that I considered a a close friend from high school was killed in a car accident. So I was angry at all these things. I never once thought about being angry at myself, right? It wasn't until some time had passed and I, I could look back and go, yeah, the only reason why I'm in this situation is because of the choices that I made, right? I chose to put myself in positions of essentially failing, not going towards the path that I'd set out on. Now I'm a firm believer in that everything happens for a reason. And that can be shitty advice when you're in the midst of something that feels difficult. But once you get through it and you can look back on it, you go, it's absolutely true. Because if things would have worked out any other way, there's no way I would have had the life that I've had so far. Period. There's no way. So I flunked out of college. I was sitting there with like a 1.8 something GPA. Okay. I moved back to my hometown. Why? Because, well, my attempt at moving elsewhere had failed. 
So I guess I need to go back where I know everybody and where I promised I'd never go. And I remember trying to apply to the university in my hometown. And at the time, it had probably one of the easier admissions requirements standards of any of the major universities in the state. And um, I couldn't even get accepted there. Right? Like, I had to go to the community college. Me, like, who in my mind was far more intelligent than what the admissions board was seeing me as. But all they had to go off of was what they saw on paper. What were my actions showing them versus whatever my words, if I were to try and stand up for myself, would say. So in those moments, I could have gone, you know, am I just somebody that's all talk? Or am I somebody that can back it up? And that's something I want you guys to think about. Are you the type of guy who is all talk? Or are you the type of guy who is action? And when you do talk, you sure as shit can back it up. I know what it's like. And to be honest, that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves in life is when people don't follow through on what they say they're about, what they're going to do, whatever. The actions don't match the words. And I know a lot of that has to do with some upbringing. Okay. It has a lot to do with some uh, parental wounds that uh, continue to this day, but I'm more aware of them now. And so they don't quite have the spiraling effect as they used to, but honestly, because I'm sensitive to it because I've done that. I've been that guy. You know, so think about this is if that's also one of your pet peeves, you know, what, what percentage of it is due to um, nurture, right? The parental influence and what, part of it has to do with your own nature are you sensitive to it because that's what you've been guilty of and you feel ashamed about it so in that moment I had to I mean we all have choices right so it was because of my choices that I'd gotten up to this situation I was at this point, I was what felt like an embarrassing moment in my life. I felt like a huge failure. And what I chose was not to fail anymore. I chose to succeed. And I knew at that point, shit had to change, right? I had to start acting in the ways in which I wanted to tell myself I was possible um, of becoming this person that I wanted to be, you know? So seeing that disconnect between who am I right now, who have I been, and who do I want to be, I had an identity crisis because I wasn't the same person. And I think in that moment, I'd gotten tired of blaming everyone. I've gotten tired of 
being angry at the school, being angry at my friends for influencing me and um, being honestly more fun. I mean, there's no secret. They were more fun to be around than to go to this classroom. But um, I felt this shift within me of, dude, it's time to put freaking hammer to the nail and do the work. It's time to be about what you think you're about and what you tell people you're about because you've not done it so far. Um, you know, I had, I had felt like I, I wasn't quite being this person. Right. And so I, as I'm telling you this story, I'm, I'm saying it for a reason because I want you to be able to think about your own situation. Right. I want you to think about in what ways are you not living up to your potential you're living up to your own vision for your own identity that you have about yourself. In what ways are you oppressing yourself, essentially? So stop blaming everyone else. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop being the victim, right? That has its place, right? Once you accept that, you go through that process, then if you fail to kick it into that last gear of, all right, time to get, time to get to work. Then you're going to stay stuck. You know? So then what you feel like probably legitimately for a little bit, you'd had these external oppressing circumstances, you know, you'd lost that sense of identity that you wanted for yourself. And therefore what happens after that? You lose your identity, you lose your focus, you lose your drive, your direction. That affects your performance, right? You start living down to your expectations that you have about yourself. If they're poor expectations, you live down. If they're high expectations, you start to live up. In that moment, I'd been, I mean, before that, I'd been living down to the poor expectations because, you know, oh, you got an F. Oh, I got two Fs. Oh, three Fs. So then I started seeing myself, well, apparently they're telling me I'm a failure, so I must be a failure but it didn't make sense. I didn't feel like I was, but why was I acting in a way that reflected a failure? Why was I behaving as a failure? So I wasn't able to essentially manifest the gifts that I'd been given, right? Because I, at that point I'd become tied to an identity of being a failure. I'd lost whatever sense of my true gifts were because I'd gotten so disconnected from myself. It's, it's upsetting, you know, when you experience hardships and setbacks and, and failures. You start to focus on that cloud that's over you instead of the, you know, the, the light that's kind of piercing through it. And that's always the instinctive way that, you know, you need to go, but you start to doubt it because, shit, I've already made these decisions that got me here to be a failure. So what are my decisions worth now? See, this is, this is the self-doubt that creeps in. It's the, the inability to, to connect with our own true identity at this point. So I'll tell you what can, what can happen, right? Like when you need to start to make that shift, what does that look like? Like, Jason, what does that look like? Man, I just, I need you to tell me. All right, well, here it is. When your attitude about your situation 
is no longer determined by your problems, but rather by the identity that you have about yourself, for your future, for your goals, right, that God's given you, then whatever happens around you doesn't control you anymore. You know, you start to live up to the expectations of that identity. Otherwise, you continue to perpetuate the cycle of failure. You live down to poor expectations. You start to fulfill those beliefs. They're not correct. But as long as your actions don't change, then they are correct. Does that make sense? They're not accurate in terms of who you are, what you're capable of. But as long as your actions don't say otherwise, then they're correct. Poor expectations. It affects your behavior. It affects your beliefs about yourself. So, guys, your identity is essentially what controls what needs to control, right? Your actions and your circumstances. What happens in your life, like the, the, the day-to-day things, the, the hardships, the struggles, the setbacks, the blindsided haymakers that, you know, freaking life throws at you, they don't determine your spirit, right? That's always the same. Unless you stop believing in yourself and that, that potential that you have. So what are some of the ways to, to go about making that change, making that shift? One, you've got to start separating yourself from the environment of failure. Okay. If that's a, uh, uh, here, for example, okay. If you find yourself, I swear, if, if social media wasn't essential for trying to run a business, I wouldn't freaking have it. The social media comparison trap. Guys, why do you think it's so easy to have access to this stuff? Why do you think it's free? Right? These people with all this power and all this intelligence and all this technology, you think, oh, well, man, it's, it's great, man. It's a free app. It's not free because it's robbing you of your potential. The more time you spend dicking around on there, scrolling through, liking chicks pictures, getting lost on the on the news feed, trying to slide in people's freaking DMs, that's robbing you of time, energy, focus that you need to be spending on yourself, improving yourself, connecting with yourself, generating revenue for yourself, creating impact for yourself and for your community and for your family. Stop it. Limit yourself. Set timers, right? I know the iPhone, I guarantee probably Android devices can do it because they seem about five versions ahead of us anyway with iPhones, but you can limit your screen time in these apps, right? Set limits. If you don't use social media, it will use you, right? So if you've got a business, 
get on there, do what you need to do in order to connect with your people, generate content for your audience, and then get off. Stop scrolling. Right? What other people do doesn't matter. It's true. It doesn't matter. Limit your time on social media. Right? Because that's time that you're using to procrastinate. Why are you procrastinating? Because you're trying to avoid something that makes you anxious. Why are you anxious? Because you don't believe in yourself because you've gotten so tied down, connecting, watching, observing, comparing with other people and what they're doing. And it's probably not even fucking true. They're probably lying. It's all a lie. They're trying to put off an image, a facade, some sort of uh, fake ass reality that's not real. Why? Because everybody's just struggling the same as everybody else. Just some people are better at lying about it. And the people that you want to, you know, think you can compare yourself to on there, they're only using it as a tool. They're using it as a way to get more clients, period. They're using it as a way to try and make money, period. Why do they need money? Because they can buy more time. They can use it as a tool to create more time in their lives, living in the lives that they want to live, instead of giving their life away to somebody else that can make money and then throw the shekels down at them from the mountaintop for doing the dirty work. That's how it goes, okay? Limit your time on social media. Start reconnecting with yourself. Start spending time alone with yourself. Start asking yourself hard questions. Ask yourself, why am I the way that I am? What am I trying to run away from? What am I trying to hide from on social media to give me a distraction, to give me a temporary high, to give me some sort of numbing agent to take away from something painful that I don't want to face. Because I guarantee you, brother, once you start to look in the mirror and you start to look inside yourself at whatever that pain is, you no longer want to hide it anymore. You no longer want to want to run away from it anymore. You no longer want to make excuses as to it not being there anymore. What you want to do is you want to look at it and you want to face it and you want to go, how can I get you to stop taking control of my life and my actions and my thoughts? Because when you can look that motherfucker in the eye and you can ask those questions and you got it around its fucking throat and you want to go, you don't control me anymore. I know you're here. I understand why you're here. You no longer have power over me. That's when shit starts to change for you, brother. But when you're dicking around on social media getting lost on YouTube, trying to blare whatever music you can just to avoid sitting with your own thoughts, always having some sort of background noise going because the silence is screaming louder than any other thing you could listen to. You're running away from something. You're avoiding your identity because your identity is somewhere tied to that pain or that something that you're trying to run from. Face it. Face it. Because here's the thing, might sting a little bit, but it's nowhere near as scary as it is by you keep trying to live a life where you want to avoid it. 
because that's what gets scary. It's kind of like the, the mythic tales about uh, the boogeyman and all that kind of crap. Right? It gains urban legend. It gains power. Why? Because other people are starting to feed into it. You're starting to feed more into it. The longer you go without seeing it and looking at it, the scarier it gets because you know it's getting closer. It's always there. Right? It's the footsteps creeping up on you, but you're afraid to turn around and look at it. You turn around and look at it, and it turns out to just be like somebody's little puppy. Right? But in your mind, because you're avoiding it, you're trying to look ahead. You're trying to keep your gaze focused forward and not looking off to the side and looking inside and looking in the mirror. You're looking down, you're looking up, you're looking everywhere except for where you think those footsteps are coming from. It gets scary, whether you want to admit it or not. Why else are you avoiding it? Because you're afraid of it, period. So the sooner you face it, the sooner you start to realize it's not that bad. And it's a part of who I am. And it's a part of what's happened to me. It's a part of what's gotten to me to this point. Doesn't mean that I'm okay with it. But I understand it because now all my other actions and decisions and my identity that I feel like I've got about myself all makes sense. Right? Now you're tied back into that purpose that drive, that vision for yourself that you want. Why? Because now you understand your backstory. And every hero has an origin story. The longer you try to go misunderstanding, misrepresenting, lying, covering up, running away from yours, the sooner your exit from the movie, brother. You're gonna get killed off the first act. <laughs> in the movie of your life that you're hoping to live. More shit's going to keep happening. More circumstances are going to keep happening that you think are piled up against you and you can't catch a break. Here's the thing. Bad shit happens to amazing people. It just does. All these people that, you know, you're wanting to distract yourself from and, and look at them and admire them and, all that kind of stuff. Like, you think they hadn't been through shit? What's the difference between you and them? They decided to keep going no matter what. They used it as a fuel for their propulsion forward. And they didn't use it as an excuse to stay stuck. So your identity is firmly tied to your beliefs that you have about yourself. So the sooner you stop getting distracted by all this other bullshit because you're trying to avoid it, because you're trying to procrastinate, because you're anxious. Why are you anxious? Because you're afraid. Procrastination is anxiety. What you need to get to the root of is why am I anxious? What am I anxious about? You do that, it's a game changer. Why did I make the decisions that I made that led to me flunking out of college? Right? And we won't even get into the long ass road, expensive ass road of getting up to the point where I can get accepted into a doctorate program and a master's program before that. And finally getting a bachelor's degree before that.
because at one point I was questioning if I was even supposed to be somebody that could get an education because it's not like it was a popular thing in my lineage before me. So guys, don't let your circumstances impact your attitudes about your potential, your identity, and your path forward. Yes, they happen. Yes, they suck. Use it. Don't run away from it. Use it. Face it. Take ownership of it. Take responsibility where you need to. And start moving forward. If you don't know your identity, then create it. Create it by connecting with yourself again. Then, whenever shit happens to you, because it will, it doesn't throw you for a loop anymore. It's just another part of life. Because all your actions, your decisions, everything that you do from that point forward, it's all still guided by the identity that you have, whether it be God-given, whatever. Right? So guys, over this next week, I want you to be thinking about what ways you're trying to avoid it. What things are you trying to run away from? What negative influences are keeping you from being able to, you know, spend that time with yourself in order to stop listening to the bullshit, right? The negativity, cutting it all out. Do that over this next week. Figure out in what ways am I avoiding the identity that I want for myself? What, what decisions do I need to do different, make differently? Why am I making them the way that I have so far? Start simple, right? Break it down. Make it real easy. That way it's hard to make an excuse as to why you don't want to do it. So that's all I got for this week, guys. I've announced it the last couple weeks, but just, again... I want to continue to put it out there. Guys, I'm starting up a Patreon membership. It's going to have tiers on there. Uh, we're talking, you know, different membership perks per tier. Um, anything as simple as eventually, again, kind of once I start getting ads and things like that on the podcast, we can talk about ad-free episodes that you'll have access to. Uh, potential early release episodes so that way you can get it before anybody else gets it released uh, on Spotify or iTunes or whatever. Um, certain merchandise, certain notes, behind the scenes type of things, um, exclusive question and answer sessions, all that kind of stuff, just very exclusive to the community um, of going in, into this Patreon group. So um, guys, if you're if you're interested in that, Seriously, be on the lookout. I will drop the link in the show notes once it's ready. And uh, in the future episodes, if you don't follow me on social media already, follow me on Instagram, becoming underscore a underscore better underscore man. And it's on Instagram. You'll recognize the photo. It's the same one in the podcast. Go there. I'll make some announcements there in the stories, maybe even post. Right. 
I'll drop exclusive um, kind of like uh, posts and things like that with the community for you guys just to that way uh, to try and touch on a lot of the, the content that I released in the podcast already over the last year, just in a little bit more depth, a little bit more insight. Uh, you guys can see a little bit more in terms of um, my own thought process and how I go about handling my situations, my struggles, my problems, what led to me overcoming them, and what am I doing about the ones that I've not overcome yet, that sort of thing. The ability to ask me questions specific to your own situation, all those kinds of things can can be accessed in the different tiers of the Patreon group. So again, I'll, I'll drop the link once it's ready, um, but we can go ahead and get... Uh, get enough interest now, it kind of gives me an idea in terms of what um, what it's going to look like when it's launched. So anyway, guys, I'd appreciate that feedback. Uh, if you're interested in, in signing up with that, I know it went over pretty well in the Instagram story poll that I posted a week or two ago. And um, yeah, I think it'd be really exciting to kind of have that, that kind of uh, secure community, uh, again, off, off social media, off of Facebook. Uh, I just, I think Facebook groups are so loud. They're so uh, white noise, you know, and if you want to try and do something meaningful on Facebook, it's just so easy to get distracted with all the stupid notifications about so-and-so's picture or someone so commented on this. And then so-and-so's gone live about their freaking Etsy shop or, you know, whatever they're out here at a tractor pull. And so they've gone live and next thing you know, like it's, trying to force you into watching that. And there's just too much to really get anything done. So that's why I think doing this Patreon that's away from all the noise of traditional social media sites is going to be the best thing, uh, especially for guys like us who are wanting to um, just kind of come together in a space and realize that like, all right, cool. Like it's, I've been through some, some shit, but I'm overcoming it. And this dude over here, like, holy crap, look what he's doing. And I didn't know that he'd struggle with the same type of stuff too. And what does that do? That helps us to push each other, to motivate and inspire each other to realize that like, okay, I'm not a victim of my damn circumstances after all. Like it all, it's, it's in my attitude and it's in my mindset that I have about my identity. And what I believe about my identity is always true because my actions will align with whatever I feel like believing about myself. So seeing that kind of uh, success with other guys being able to lift themselves up, lift each other up, uh, I think is going to be hugely um, understated with the impact that it can have. So anyway, guys, um, be on the lookout for that. Reach out if you have any comments, uh, shoot me an email, whatever the case might be. Look forward to hearing from you guys in the meantime. Um, and especially too, if you've got kind of a specific situation going on that you're wanting advice to, um, I'm telling you, this, this Patreon is going to be the way to go because that's that's what you're paying for, right? Like you're paying for that kind of access to me and into that community and, you know, to be able to get that sort of uh, guidance, essentially. So anyway, I hope that makes sense. Um, <laughs> sometimes I speak and, you know, it's like that Michael Scott thing. Sometimes I, I start a sentence. I don't really know where it's going. I just see where it goes when I get there. Uh, I felt like that's kind of like how the last minute and a half went. So my apologies, but again, it, it makes more sense in my head. So more questions, anything like that, just reach out until I announce it. 
And then when I announce it, I'm sure you'll have more questions. By all means, that's what I'm here for. So I'm confident in what I'm doing. I believe in it wholeheartedly. And so whatever questions you've got, I'll be able to take it. All right. Appreciate you, brothers. Love you all. And until next time, let's try and be better men. All right. See you all.